What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. We have some great highlights, some cool moments from Thursday's games, some milestones. Freddie Freeman, congrats to Mr. Freddie Freeman. He joined the 300 homer, 1000 RBI club. He had his 300th career home run, and he did it in grands, in grand fashion with a grand slam in St. Louis. So shout out to Freddie Freeman. In the sixth inning, bases loaded, hits a grand slam out to center field for his 300th career home run. That's a special one. That's a big milestone. And he did it in style in the series opener off of Henesis Cabrera. And that ignited a rally. Max Muncie followed with a solo shot the next inning to cut what was a seven-run deficit to just one run. But a taxed Dodgers bullpen ran out of gas late as the Cardinals pulled away. And... It was a slugfest. Dodgers ended up losing this game 16 to 8. But Freddie Freeman gets his big milestone. That's a, that's a big one. He is Mr. Consistent. I mean, you just want to talk about consistency year in, year out. Look no further than Freddie Freeman. But on this day, the Cardinals just had more juice in their bats. I mean, Wilson Contreras, two home runs. Juan Yepes, home run. Paul DeYoung, home run. Nolan Gorman, home run. I mean, it was just home run derby in St. Louis. Ball was just absolutely flying out of the yard. And there were a total of nine dingers hit in this game between both teams. And, uh, you know, only two from, two from the Dodgers side, but seven from the Cardinals side as they just poured it on. And they did it against a good pitcher, Julio Urias. I was just talking about him, singing his praises, talking about how he just became an ace. His last start, and then he goes out here and makes me, make me look like I don't know what I'm talking about. And he gets batted around. I mean, hit really hard. Three innings, six earned runs for Urias. But hey, it happens to the best of them. It happens to the best of them. But seven home runs for the Cardinals. That's that's definitely a welcome sight. Wilson Contreras has been swinging a very hot bat recently. Nolan Gorman has been swinging a very hot bat. He was three for five with two home runs as well. I said he had one. He actually had two. So he had two. Contreras had two. If you look at Gorman's numbers right now, I mean, it seems like this kid has finally figured it out. Not finally. I mean, he's, <laughs> what, second or third year in the big, in the big leagues? But, uh, he's hitting 295 with a 1015 OPS. And I've talked about this many, many times. What do I say when a highly touted prospect, a former highly touted prospect starts to rake at the big league level? Pedigree. Look at the player's pedigree. Nolan Gorman was a first-round pick in 2018 out of high school. He's a young young man. He's 23 years old. Was a top prospect coming up through the minor leagues. The fact that he's hitting now is expected. You expected him to take a jump when he got his feet wet at the big league level and to produce similar to what he produced at the minor league level. This is what we always see with these guys who are like blue-chip prospects. Pedigree matters. And that's what is proving to be the case with Nolan Gorman. Yeah, and I said it was his third year. It's only his second year in the big leagues. Last year, he only played 89 games. So as of right now, Nolan Gorman only has 129 games under his belt at the major league level, and he's got an 815 OPS to go along with that. The issue with him has always been strikeouts, but we do see a bit of an improvement so far this year. But 12 home runs on the season already for this guy. And uh yeah, the Cardinals are happy to see that. Nolan Arenado is turning things around. I mean, after such a slow start, 
his bat has come alive in the last couple weeks. And, you know, he, he homered in this game as well. But Wainwright was on the bump, five and two thirds, two run runs for him. And Cardinals cruise to an easy victory as Freddie Freeman still gets his milestone. Let's jump up to Toronto. Another player who just can't stop slugging right now is Mr. Aaron Judge. And this man ended up quieting Toronto with a four home run series. He nearly hit five, but a four home run series, including his 12th of the year. And I mean, Yankees get a 4-2 victory on Thursday evening up in Toronto. Aaron Judge this year against the Blue Jays is hitting 429 with four home runs and a 1357 slugging percent. He's just, he's, he's raking against the Blue Jays this season. He has 32 career home runs against the Blue Jays. Those are the, that's tied for the most. Actually, that, that is the most. He passed Jorge Posada for the most by any Yankee ever. And he did it in far less games. He did it in 84 fewer games than Posada did. So the MVP is doing his thing. Mr. Aaron Judge, he's the reigning MVP for a reason. And he's, he's, he's putting his name back in that conversation. He missed some games with an injury, but now he's up in the leaderboards again. He's got his 12th home run in the season. It's hard to get that guy out. Staying in the AL East, if we go to Baltimore, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout power the Orioles in a comeback win. So as Mike Trout and Shohei Otani go, so do the Angels. So go the Angels. This week in Baltimore was a prime example. I mean, on Monday, Otani did it all. But then, and they won. He did it all, and then they won. He was on the mound also. On Tuesday, he and Trout went hitless. They lost. On Wednesday, Mike Trout broke out of his slump with a home run, and he didn't have much help beyond that, and the Angels lost. They put it all together on Thursday afternoon. And they got a series split when they come from behind 6-5 win. Trout homered on Thursday afternoon. Otani hit a go-ahead single. And the Angels win. Angels ended up winning. So, um, yeah, I mean, Trout homered, like I said, on Wednesday, he also homers. So that's two straight games with a homer. Seems like he's broken out of his, his little slump. He doesn't slump very often. I mean, he entered play on Wednesday in, in the middle of a 7-for-38 because he was having trouble catching up with fastballs in the zone. That That's over now. This dude is homer two games in a row. We know Trout can flip the switch just like anyone, and 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 it's it's trouble for the league because Bradish put a top-of-the-zone fastball to him on Wednesday, and he, he punished that over the right, over the center field wall. And then he turned around two more fastballs in the zone on Thursday, a homer and a single. So, yeah, Trout, any any Trout slump that people were talking about is absolutely over, and it's gone. The Mets get a series win over Tampa Bay. Pete Alonso homered to dead center field as this man continues to put the Mets on his back. I mean, they had a dramatic walk-off victory on Wednesday, and that's that's when he homered. But then he homered again on Thursday for his 16th of the year, helping the Mets get a 3-2 victory over Tampa Bay. And this is a good race team. But, you know, the Mets are in a weird situation because we know they had, you know, massive expectations this season. They're hovering, you know, kind of around 500. I think they're still going to be fine. It's just that people tend to overreact in the early going. There's also news that the Mets are going to call up Gary Sanchez from the minors. I didn't even know Gary Sanchez was 
was stuck in the minor leagues. I mean, all of a sudden, this is someone, I mean, who was a major league mainstay for a long time. And all of a sudden, now he's in the minors, but they're calling him up from the minors. It's a low-risk, potentially high-reward gamble for a team that has struggled with power production in recent weeks. So with Gary Sanchez, you're getting a 30-year-old two-time All-Star who struggled over the past three seasons in the major leagues with the Yankees and the Twins. I mean, he is also four years removed from his most recent All-Star season that year. That was you know, four years ago where he hit 34 homers and 841 OPS for the Yankees. But they're just trying to get some production right now in New York. I mean, they called up a prospect named Mark Vientos. They're trying everything they can to see if they can get some production. So we'll see how that goes for Mr. Gary Sanchez in his return to the big leagues. Looking ahead to the weekend... There's an interesting series going on in San Diego. The Red Sox will be in San Diego playing the Padres. And there's going to be quite a reunion there because, you know, Xander Bogarts is now a member of the Padres. And, you know, he played it with the Red Sox, obviously signed out of Aruba as a 16-year-old in 2009. Won. How many rings did he win with Boston? 2013 and 2018 won two World Series with the Red Sox. And they ended up losing him to the Padres in free agency. It was a business decision on both ends. But I think it's going to be some familiar faces, some a lot of hugs as these guys get to see each other. You get to see his good friends again as the Red Sox head out to San Diego for a big series against the Padres. Padres team, which is very fun to watch. Not only fun to watch, I mean, people people pack that stadium. They had so many sellouts this year. They have a good announcer. Watching the highlights is fun. Um, yeah, Padres are a good are a fun team to to hit your bandwagon on if you want to choose one. But that's one series that's coming up this weekend. And, uh, yeah, so Mariners and Braves on Apple TV. That's primetime game on, on Friday. And you have Orioles and Blue Jays, Battle of the Birds. Some good series on tap. But that's going to do it for today. That's our little recap. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.